This episode of Hat Trick Hockey is brought to you by Logo. Call up James and the boys for your free estimates. These boys are always on time. They're insured. Not only can they get rid of anything that you want in your yard, trees, rubbish, whatever you need to get rid of, they also offer stump removal as well. So call James and the boys for your free estimate today at 519-791-7566. And what is going on, everybody out there, all of you buttes and beauties? This is episode number 89 of Hat Trick Hockey, which is always brought to you by our good friends over at GL Heritage, the official beer of Hat Trick Hockey. Everybody, we... As you all know, we have our merch store up. Everything's all up, ready to go for you. Just smash the link on the post here, and it'll lead you to all your sweet HTH merch. This being episode number 89, of course, it's the Alexander McGilney edition of Hat Trick Hockey. He played 16 years in the NHL, 990 games played, 473 goals, 559 assists, 1,032 points. He's a world junior, Olympic, world championships gold medalist he's a world junior silver medalist he's a member of the triple gold club he's a lady bing winner maurice richard award winner for the most goals he's a stanley cup champion alexander mcgillney absolute legend of the game i'll bring in my boy my line mate rob rob what's up dude it feels like and, it's been fucking forever since I've talked. I know. <laughs> and you know what's funny too? He was he was the first one, uh, first hockey player to to defect out of Russia. I know. I was actually reading that. That's a good point that you raised that up. Good call. Yeah. Played with did, New Jersey. He was a stud in New Jersey. Did he go to the Hall of Fame? What's that? Did he get into the Hall of Fame? No, he's still not in the Hall of Fame. How the fuck is that possible? It, does, it doesn't make any sense to me either. Because look at the way he paved for all them guys out of Russia to come over. He paved the way. That's crazy, dude. Like that's yeah, fucking, and he was a stud. I know. He, I think Loved he, him in Toronto. I think the year he got the most goals, I think he scored like 73 or 76 or something the year that he scored. I know it was in the 70s. It's crazy. But yeah, man, I can't believe that shit. That is nuts. That is completely yeah. insane. So what else have you been up to? Uh, so what was it? St. Patrick's Day went out yep. and caught. We went to Brinko's first. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Brinko's. Uh, they had a, a corned beef pizza. Fuck. Killer. They have all kinds of crazy pizza. It was awesome. So good. And we drank the green beers. And then me and a couple of Meg boys, Joe and... And Jonesy and um, um, Joe went mm-hmm. to the Flyers game, seen uh, uh, what's his name there? Uh, Wyatt. Uh, Wyatt, yeah, saw Wyatt play. Then went back to Jose's and uh, had some drinks with the boys and uh, saw Dale Mitchell there and their nice. goalie coach, got, got their goalie coach's phone number, got a bunch of the beauties on the team's numbers. Like, I was picking up dudes all night. <laughs> picking up. That's the thing, eh? This show, you pick up dudes all night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I got a bunch of numbers, and they're going to come oh, on. Uh, that's Ross McKibben's boy. Sweet. It, yeah, a bunch of beauties. And then they fed me. They gave me some pasta and some garlic <laughs> bread. And, uh, it, it was awesome. It was a great night. See? <laughs> picking up dudes. Fucking their Fuck, food. I was home by 11 o'clock. Come on. It was great. Yeah. Maybe, maybe midnight right right in there. It it was awesome. And then went to uh, 
the 73s game I mean, give, give a big shout out to the girls working the bar rachel mm-hmm. and lisa and mm-hmm. but my boy kenny and uh, marco doherty they they do a great job there mm-hmm. um and the boys won but you know obviously there was a different story when they went back into uh Moortown. yeah we're gonna definitely get into that um yeah i was it was pretty chill for me the kids have been kind of sick lately so we've been kind of just vegging out yeah um sunday we got our ass kicked so still haven't clinched that finals berth yet you got one more shot we have one more shot so how it works out now is it's kind of a weird situation so we're in second place by a point and the team ahead of us is a point but so the first team in first and the team in third that play so that's going to be white and black so those two teams will play on Sunday if white wins then we have to beat red in the late game if black beats white then it's us and black in the finals automatically and our game means nothing so that's how it goes so it all depends on how that first game goes Sunday now so we'll see yeah hope honestly I just hope black wins and then we're in and then like fucking let's go and then we'll figure it out from there so Oh, and I got my boy Doug Huntley working on my uh, camera. I got a new camera for the uh, front door. So, oh, so he's working on that. All them fucking hoodlums that come over to my house, I'll know. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny, man. Yeah. Um, should we get into the seventy threes then? Let's go. Let's go. All right. So off the first hop, we know we know they they swept the first round. Fucking wasn't even close. They get in the round two. Yeah. So game one. Our boy, uh, freaking Chittle. Chittle led the way, two goals. Uh, Andrew Toms had one. Uh, Ryan McKim had one. Carter Dimbinski, I want to say. I hope I said that right, Carter. I'm sorry if I didn't. They all had a goal apiece. Uh, so the 73s win game one, 5-2, take a 1-0 series lead. So that was probably the game that you were at. So now we go into game number two. And what's kind of been happening all year, the boys ran into some penalty issues. Okay, so they gave Moortown nine power plays, Rob. Nine. Nine power plays. This is a fucking playoffs. That doesn't happen. The part that sucks is Moortown went three for nine on the power play. So that's that's the game then, right? Pretty much. So I think the final the final score ended up seven three in game two. Yeah. Um but think about it. Three of those goals were on the power play. So, so Essex went 0 for 3. So, Moortown only gave them three power plays. We gave them nine. Uh, we had goals from Jack Firth and Carson Squared, I'm going to call them, because both of them scored. One with a C, one with a K. So, both of those guys scored too. So, But we lost 7-3. We were outshot 46-34 as well. So, I don't know, man. Gotta stay out of the box, boys. Yeah, stay out of the box. But she's gonna be a battle, so we'll we'll see what happens. So hopefully, yeah, that team's not gonna roll over for them. Like they're they're a tough team. They got this fat number nine on their team. He sits (laughs) in the corner at the top of the hash marks uh, on on the half wall, and just snipes like fucking Stamkos. Does he? All he does. Really? eh? As soon as the power play gets rolling, he goes into that spot. He's he's the size of Ovechkin. He's just a beast. A truck. (laughs) He is a truck, dude. I'm telling you. 
I think he's I think he's their overage player. I think he's 21. Oh, okay, so he's just a so, piece, so yeah, he's just a baller. Like oh, I, I don't mean like a baller baller. I mean like a wrecking ball. Yeah, just crush people. Yeah, my God. <laughs> yep, and he's got um, a great one timer too. So when is uh? Hold on, let me see here real quick. I'm gonna go to see one. So game like next game Thursday. Yes. Game three is Thursday, so. And then I think it's Saturday and, and next, back in Moortown. Yeah, and then it'll be Saturday back in Moortown, and then game five will be uh, Tuesday, Tuesday at, at 7 o'clock at home, so back to yep. your normal Tuesday home game. So, yeah, I don't know. Good good luck, boys. <laughs> let's let's go here. Let's figure this shit out. Bounce back strong here. We'll be all right. Yeah, like it, 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 the first game I went and seen, they were flying. They were wheeling. It, it, it was it was a fantastic game, end to end, back and forth. You know, like the, the boys looked good. They yeah. were fucking wheeling. Yeah, different so, story when they went on the road. So let's see if they can figure it out back at home here. So I'm sure they. It will. just seems like a lot of penalties for a playoff game. You know, like nine fucking penalties, man. I, I know that it, in Essex it got a little chippy because you know Essex went up. It was, uh, I want to say it was 2-2 going into third. Yeah. And then it was 4-2 for for Essex. And then it started getting really, there was penalties going left and right. There was nothing really, uh, it it was pretty even uh, uh, penalty-wise in the third period. So I seen, I thought our our boy Shirky had like nine or 12 minutes in penalties or something. He was rolling, bro. He was flying around there. He was banging, knocking. Being he's sure he's an he's an animal. He plays like he's six feet tall, man. Yeah. He's awesome. I love that kid. <laughs> um, speaking of another seventy threes. Yeah. Speaking of another local team, the Spits are in now. They clinched last night. They clinched a playoff spot. I think they're first in the West. I want to say. So those guys are fucking rolling right now too. So I'm looking forward to seeing those guys in the playoffs too. I'm not quite sure who they'll match up with yet, but man. Spits are rolling too. I like it. All the local teams are playing good. And I think I seen too Lakeshore shut out Amherstburg last night too in game one of that series, I believe it as well. In in Lakeshore. Two are isn't Amherstburg isn't aren't they playing Wheatley? Sorry, yes, Wheatley. Dash one. Dash one. But yeah, so they won 2-0. So have to watch that series as well obviously so they're up to nothing in that series no they won game one. Oh, that was game well. one yeah okay so we'll have to keep an eye on that series too flip over into the some of the nhl news former spitfire peter DeBoer will coach his thousandth regular season game as the uh, vegas golden knights will host nashville so he'll get his thousandth game then Congrats to him. I know he had a long history here in Windsor too. So it's nice, nice to see those, those like local guys go on to the show and have big, long careers. It's always nice to see that. Absolutely. Always love seeing the local guys succeed. Mm -hmm. Did you see uh, fucking Eichel's out again? eh? Did you see that? I heard. Yeah. He got hit with a shot or something in his hand. So they still don't know the results of anything. They got to wait for some of the swelling to go down. Mm-hmm. But there's say, some sources have said that it does not look good. You think he broke his hand? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. 
But how how happy are the, oh, the fans oh. in Buffalo right now? <laughs> oh my god! Bark did they boo the shit out of him? I and then know. he chirps them back like, it, I know. Like, what are you doing? Like, get some thick skin, bro. I know, but he should. Yeah, he shouldn't have said anything because now, anytime, anytime that he goes there, they're just gonna boo the shit. They're out gonna of boo him anyways. Well, they didn't. They didn't boo him as bad as those fucking losers in New York. Yeah, I know. With Tavares, like that's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, so Jack got hurt. Um, and a game against Florida is when he got hurt. So I'll have to keep an eye on that situation. Did you see the Dadnov trade? I, I'm not sure. It was invalidated. Oh, how come? The NHL so, didn't like it? No. So what had happened was he had a what was it a included a limited no trade clause so he had to submit a list 10 team list so in october of 2020 he'd signed a three-year deal with the sends okay so we signed a three-year deal with the sends which included a limited no trade clause so then he got traded to las vegas for nick holden and a third round pick in the 2022 entry draft so this year but he that trade went down july 28th okay where he would actually become an a unrestricted free agent so here's the issue the ducks were one of the teams of the 10 so they didn't abide by his 10 team list oh so, so they traded him to some one of the teams that so he they said traded no. him to a team apparently something got mixed up along the way to where they must have not had his list at that point in time or something but anaheim was not on the list or sorry was on the list of teams that he did not want to go to okay so that's why it was done so but i think the other players and everything involved in the trade i think they i'm not sure if they go this would be a good segment if we had our boy fucking pumps because pumps would probably be able to explain this to us like to a T on how we could get Riley Jones on here to explain it to us. And I wouldn't understand it. Yeah, I know. But pumps would give us that kind of inside scoop on it, right. On how everything would go, but that's by the way it sounds. So the way it sounds, the trade's going to be none like, Nope. And they're apparently he's going back to Las Vegas. Wow. So he has to go back. That's kind of awkward walking in the room now. Well, especially when they're telling you, you guys, they don't want you. You guys try, try to trade me. Here I am. I'm like fucking herpes. I just don't go away. Like, you know what I mean? It's fucking. So, yeah, that's pretty crazy, man. So, that's the, I think that's the first time I've ever seen that. No? Yeah. But, yeah, I, I've never heard of that before where uh, the, that was one of the teams and you got traded to and, and it was no, no. Yeah. So, that's pretty nuts, man. So No, no. Um, what do you think? Should we go to our interview? Sure. Our interview to today, by the way, is brought to you by Melissa Fay photography. So she is a one-stop shop for all of your photo needs, whether it be a family session, engagement, your wedding, newborn, anything in between, just get a hold of her. And what would the missus love more than a session with the family for nice photos for your wall? And also if you mention our show to her you'll get some office service as well so be sure to do that so we'll flip it over to our interview our boy current alumni tyler scott 
Enjoy. Okay, but wait, 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 wait. Oh. Uh, Melissa, Melissa, she's a beauty. I played cornhole with her on Thursdays. You got to go, go see her. She's a great person. Just her smile will make you smile. So 10% go. off the service she's when beauty. you mention Hatcher Cocky too. So check that yeah. out. Our interview. Here you go. Tyler Scott. Enjoy. Roll it. Don't tie. Well, we have one of the more recent alumni with us here today. He played 152 games in the orange and black, recorded 71 goals, 90 assists, 161 points over a point a game guy. He was actually just recently nominated to the top 100 list of the 73s as well. So let's, <laughs> so let's welcome to the show, Mr. Scott, Tyler Scott. How you doing, buddy? First off congrats man thank you that's uh, appreciate the invite onto the show that's a nice uh, little fucking accomplishment there top 100 for sure it is yeah i grew up watching watching all those legends that were nominated play hotsy and those guys and uh, i remember begging my dad to go to the old barn on a on a you know i was in grade school at the time school night and uh getting the pleasure or getting the uh honor to be nominated with those guys yeah, it's pretty special for sure top 100 so they're fucking legends. Oh, so you were like watching like Hot T and all of those guys then, right? Yeah, like yeah, exactly. Said? Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, they had the cages on, and I remember there's so many, so many things I remember, but uh yeah, just I remember the old the old style of hockey, much different than it is now. Now, were you there for the half like visor era kind of of it, or were you there for the full cage? Yeah. I I had I was luckily my my overage year was the last year they had visors on. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, yeah. Then the year after I was done, they switched to cages, which I'm, I, I couldn't believe they went to that. I, I understand the, I think it was due to the, uh, the dentist uh, fees <laughs> for the OHA. I don't blame them. I lost the jib myself, but uh, um, it does cost quite a bit of money. But I, it's junior hockey. Get the get the visors on anyway. I agree. Do you think the six stay down more? uh with the visors than they do with the cages absolutely yeah i yeah. think so you're i mean don't want to put the team in risk of a of a penalty kill so nowadays they let i, I know for a fact they let more slide because you can hear it too you can hear it they, they let them go the kids aren't hurt so why would they call it right i get it it's i mean sometimes they call it sometimes they don't for sure but i think before guys were smarter with their sticks for sure yeah but the part where it kind of sucks is the fighting aspect of it exactly yeah right because now you got to rip a helmet off where before you could just drop your gloves and you could just go toe to toe and it doesn't yeah <laughs> i went through a few phases of rule changes where like my rookie year you're allowed to go out and warm ups you know without your chin strap hooked up wheel around there and i think my rookie year or maybe the year before my rookie year you were allowed to take your bucky off before a fight and yeah. and square up that way but then i think my second first end of my first or second year they made a rule where uh, you have to, the you know, helmet can only get knocked or only, only come off if the other guy knocks it off. So guys would line up, take each other's helmet off and then square step up. Step back and square <laughs> up. Yeah, step back and square <laughs> up. It's like little things. And then yeah, they ended up saying no, no chin straps uh, or chin straps have to be hooked up for warm ups during games. If your chin strap comes undone, get off. Bullshit. Like, what? so yeah, chin, things like that. That's freaking flying around for, that's just for all the babes in the front row for the fucking warm up. Yeah. Yeah. 
So yeah, a bunch of rule changes, but uh, back to the cages. I think it's a fucking joke. But anyway, was there? Did you, did you have to wear a mouth guard or like um, the, the neck guard? You were any of those rules? There, there was. Yeah, I think you had to wear. Yeah, you had to wear a mouth guard, neck guard. Uh, but they didn't really stress like my rookie year. Your neck guards could sort of be tucked into your shoulder pads. And then I think there was middle of my career somewhere. They made a rule where you have to have your neck guard fully visible up to like your fucking chin. And if it wasn't, if it was, if it fell off, you had to get off or if it wasn't visible, like I've gotten a penalty for my, for my neck guard before. That's a fucking shitty penalty to take. That's not hockey. It's not hockey. Yeah. That's like freaking like, what's his name? Former like leaf there kept getting the calls for his visor. Was it our uh, uncle Leo? Yeah. Kept getting calls on his visor. Right. Yeah. That was him. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah he was tilted it up. Cause he would, he wouldn't tilt the bucket up. He just tilt the visor up. The, the yeah. screws were kind of loose, like yeah. in the head <laughs> and on the helmet. Just yeah, enough. So he could put it up. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, when you can speak eight, speak eight languages and play the piano, you, you should be able to do whatever you fucking want. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> I agree. hundred percent. Languages. Shut up. Yeah. Oh, well, how am I going to do this podcast if I fucking shut up? could be really boring you and him (laughs) that's a good point hey did you uh now you grew up here right i so i grew up uh in leamington oh okay leamington so i grew up in leamington playing minor hockey there south point capitals oh okay so how do you want to get into the background of sure yeah yeah. go ahead tell us how you got started in it yeah yeah so i grew up uh Born, like I was born in Windsor. Then my, my parents had a house on the water in Leamington, um, Lake Erie there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think my dad, like my family was a big hockey family. I'm the youngest of six kids. So um, when I was like, I have an older brother, he's an 87. So he's at the time I was born, he was like uh, eight, eight years old. And he was into hockey and we were, my dad would always push hockey. He played hockey growing up. So I think by the time I was like, one and a half maybe two years old i was on rollerblades in the driveway with you know falling on my face getting up <laughs> uh, so and then uh got thrown into hockey um when i was young at a young age started right away so funny story uh, there's my oldest brother ryan my parents weren't the wealthiest growing up my dad went through a lot of shit with work so uh uh couldn't afford everybody, all six kids couldn't afford to do, you know, can all get the pleasure of playing sports that we wanted. So luckily enough, Ryan sacrificed his hockey career at a younger age. He only played house league growing up and whatnot, but it was either two, two kids or two, two sons play hockey and two of the daughters play gymnastics, whatever they like kind of thing. So mm-hmm. uh, me and my brother, Chris, were lucky enough to start off playing hockey at a young age. So thanks to Ryan for uh, sacrificing his career so that I can play. Ryan yeah. snapping Chris, it around. Chris is the one that I met there at, at Crotty's. Yeah, yeah, Chris. Yeah, played in, played in Europe. Yeah, you had a hell of a. We're career. gonna get him on. Oh, he yeah, played in Europe. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah my brother Chris had a great career. Big, uh, one of my biggest role models for sure. He taught me taught me a shit ton, and he ended up kind of getting me a tryout with Essex, kind of too. But uh, he's drinking Virgin Caesars. <laughs> He's on a bit of a he's sobriety. On a, he's on a wagon right yeah, now. Yeah, oh, trying hey. to catch up on life a bit. <laughs> Sometimes it'll catch up to you. Oh, man. Yeah. Playing I, I, I've got a six-pack rule now. Six-pack? Yeah. What, the one on your stomach there? Yep. That's Actually, it. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> Try to get into the six-pack. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. 
Nope. I go out at six only now. Nice. Yeah. That's all. I'll, yeah, all right. I'll change your mind when we're out. Like, uh, I, I, if they make them taller, I'll, I'll buy <laughs> the taller yeah. ones. But yeah. Six, 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 six. Yeah. Six yeah. 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 I, I'm That's not cool. liking myself too much uh, when I can't remember shit and get blacked out. Mm. <laughs> it's no fun. Wait it's not fun. No, and then you got to figure out who do I got to apologize to? Yeah, you're asking around what the fuck did I do last night? Yeah. The hangovers videos. get longer too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, then you rate the Saturday off because you went to the peacock or fuck whatever. Peacock get you. Yeah, it'll get you. Yeah. So I uh, grew up in Leamington and then uh, played Cell Point minor hockey there. And then uh, up until uh, grade grade six, I think I was 11 years old or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, grade five or grade six, my parents were going through a bunch of shit. So um, sort of separated. I went with my dad to Bell River. Uh, with my brother Chris so the three of us I believe it was the three of us went uh, went to Belver. we both played uh, well I played Belver double a minor hockey there and went to grade school there and Chris played triple a I always I never made triple a I was always got cut from them but uh, played Belver double a my whole life up until junior hockey I was able to try out and whatnot so um, then I kept playing Belver till midget major when I was 16 uh yeah when i was 16 Belliver cut me because my rights were with them and then 17 they also cut me again so then i went to skate with essex i took a knee on knee in camp and then uh i couldn't i had a good tryout but uh, they were really deep at the time so i went back to midget major for about my last year and then i had to it was my last year i had to make a team no matter what so went back to tryout in essex and then uh they offered me a card so Essex asked Belliver, Mark Segan there for my rights, and they he gave them to me. So here gave them to Essex. So then I got a card there. Oh, so that thank was, God. Yeah, that well, was lucky. Well, that's always good too of him to actually give you rights because there's been some if they leave and they're like all like mad at each other or whatever, they won't fucking hand them over. Like exactly, I've seen that yeah. happen too before. Yeah, like I mean, and I don't blame them at the time. They they wanted I mean, hockey at the time was sort of a bigger league and whatnot. Belver yeah. like their bigger guys. They were a good team too, um, but uh, yeah, like it was just a, a time where Essex was sort of in a transition period. I mean, my rookie year, we had some really good players, but they had to fill in a bunch of holes. So, um, and Belver wanted size, so you know they want what they want. Kind of mm-hmm. bit them in the ass in the end, but yeah. it was, uh, it suck was on that, Bell River. <laughs> or Lake Shore, or whatever you want to call yourselves anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> that's funny. Oh, interesting. Show him the ring. Oh yeah, flex on the ring there. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> you didn't get one that year, Bell River. Had to wear it. No, no you I'm got not it. Here, I'm not here to, it. Yeah, not here to trip Bell River the whole the whole fucking night. No, no. I gotta give it to him though, every oh, yeah, once in a while, yeah. right? No, it was. Uh, they don't send enough guys our way. Like, come on, jump on the show. Yeah. Rip into Essex. Well, fuck, it wasn't it wasn't just me that got cut from Bell River. It was like a ton of guys, especially the year we won in Schmaltz. It was like guys like me. I mean, Matthew Hebert. Matthew Hebert was uh, one of the best line mates I've ever had. He, you know, he played on the threes with me. Uh, uh, Tyler Turner, Brad Carroll, those guys, I don't, I don't think all of them got cut or, you know, to say that, but uh, I think they had an opportunity to, to get signed there for sure and they passed on them, but you know, at the time, you know, you never know what happens with tryouts and how you play. Right. So Mm -hmm. who knows what they're looking at. Right. And obviously everybody, it's all about roles. You, you got cut. If we can say that because of your size, it wasn't because of your skill, because you have skill, (laughs) 
Yeah. But would, would you honestly say it was because of your size? I, yeah, like, yeah, it was the thing where they wanted to go bigger. So yeah. They, yeah, they simply Bigger started. and older, right? That, that seems to be Bow River's way. Um, well, I think when I was trying out, it was uh, between a few younger guys, same age as me for sure. Um, and they ended up signing. Uh, they ended up signing there too and had, had good careers themselves, which is great. Mm-hmm. And I was friends with them, guys that I played minor hockey with in Bow River too. Um, great guys. And uh, they just wanted size. So, yeah. I'm we'll trying to think. have to get you to get some of those guys on from Bow River. Yeah. Come on the show. Yeah. Give them a shit talk, Essex. Yeah. I'm trying to think who it was, but I thought someone said, I thought someone said this year that Lakeshore had a lot of over or more like senior guys than like junior guys on their team. Like Lakeshore this year? Yeah. Like, like the team's way older than it normally is. Fuck. I would assume so because they went like 39 and one somehow. Two. 39 and two, 38 and two. Twice, remember? Is it? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Back 30. to back, too. Suck on yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, yeah. So We're going to keep chirping them until they send four guys. Yeah. Like, we've had Iaquino on. Yeah. Oh, and, you have? And, uh, yeah. And, yeah, he was uh, awesome. I love Q. Like, fuck, that's about it. I, I think that was – did we have another Bell River guy? Oh, yeah. Uh, what was his name? The uh, the big bear or whatever his name was. He's the big dude know. that came over. We crushed a bunch of beers. Oh, and fuck. interviewed him. I don't know. We've had so many fucking people on this show. Yeah, he was awesome. He was awesome, dude. He played when when Lee Jones and all those guys played. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah Belver had a crazy good season. Like, that's fucking unheard of for the last many years. Like, my my best year was my rookie year. We had a sick team. I think we went 36-4 and four or something like that. Oh, really fuck. good year. And that was – we felt like we were just rolling guys, rolling teams. Mm-hmm. Untouchable. But then, uh, yeah, like, Iaquina, I he's uh, – hell of a fucking coach yeah. he coached my rookie year he's a forward coach and uh taught me a lot of shit good guy he was he was the coach of bell river when you when you tried out no coach of essex my rookie year. oh okay uh forward coach yeah gil langler was his head i think craig craig or there craig miller was defense coach i believe and uh and i Aquina was forward coach so scott was general manager scott scotty yeah scott yeah. miller was gm yeah wow and uh good staff there we went to lakefield Got fucking swept in the Schmaltz final. They were a good team. Oh, that sucks. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Especially so, to go all the way there. Yeah, it was tough. Like, we would go <laughs> – game one, we drove all the way there, and we look at their roster. They're fucking stacked. We're like, oh, my God. All ex-OJHL, couple OHLers, I think, junior B guys. And uh, they, we go there, and just like every other team, they're fucking wearing cages and bubbles, and they're all six feet tall. It's like, holy fuck. <laughs> and then it's a small, small arena. And uh, to get to our side of the fucking rink in warmups, we got to skate through their end and they're oh. already on the ice. Right. So we open our door and they're firing pucks right past our heads. So we skate to our end and warm up. But then the better part is we fucking get off before they do. So we skate through there while they're ripping clappers and we're all lined up at the door, like dickheads there. And we're tra- we're all trying to get out. And I look back and they start, they start forming a horseshoe. <laughs> and all of a sudden, the far guy starts. He starts ripping fucking snappers, like high, short side, and rims it around. And I look, and it fucking hits, like, our trainer in the head. One puck hit me right in the chin. <laughs> it's like, what the I'd fuck? be like, no, we're fighting, right? Fuck yeah, that. Right fucking so stupid. If someone yeah, does that to be a dick. So we ended, up, we ended up appealing it and got the one guy sussied. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah. That's so, a fucking dick move. Yeah. Figure so it out. Yeah, you know that that that's on the league. 
for doing mm-hmm. that shit or referees yeah. like were the referees out there when you guys warm up yeah i think usually there's two lines and it should there. be you guys you guys come on first you leave last you know yeah, what i mean and exactly, then there's yeah. none of that fucking stupidity and it is sheer stupidity yeah or so. you just show some fucking class and don't be a dick yeah right when i was getting to their <laughs> line and watching them all shoot i'm like we're about to get fucking lit up <laughs> it's like holy shit yeah so yeah lakefield was tough we got our asses kicked yeah fuck you, lakefield like, yeah <laughs> actually funny story uh when we played lakefield we game one was in their barn i think game one and two maybe because of travel purposes and then mm-hmm. when they came to windsor like essex they were all at a hotel in windsor and my brother who played for the Limington flyers at the time they were downtown partying and there was some chick there they were sitting on a bench some chick and some dudes uh she was wearing a lakefield jersey <laughs> So my brother went up to him and fucking started videotaping him. He has a video on his phone somewhere, but he was like, fuck you, Lakefield. <laughs> you fucking your ass kicked. And they were bitching at him. Like, we're going to kick your team's ass. And like, it was like, they're just melting off on each other down right on a let. Fucking great. <laughs> That's fucking funny. That is funny. Yeah. Hey, where did you get your first junior goal at? Like, was it nice? Was it shitty? Was it, do you even remember it? Yeah, yeah, I remember my first one. It's one that I'll always remember. It's always special. I don't know. I'm sure any of the guys, I'm sure most of the guys remember their goals now. Most of them. Yeah. Most of them have had conkies on this. Yeah, show, some so don't. They don't remember a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, my first goal was, uh, it wasn't anything special. It's just like a, I think it was a pad shot. I was up front for a tap in goal uh, against Amherstburg in Amherstburg, I believe. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't special at all, but it was special to me. You know what I mean? Just first yeah, goal, get that out of the way. So yeah. I think it was like, um, I believe, yeah, I believe it was Amherstburg, but yeah, it was a away game. I think, yeah, I believe it was, I believe it was Amherstburg. Shitty goal. Did you <laughs> do the uh, third flurry, Sully? Like, yeah, skate right. across the <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it was just, I think I got fucking grabbed and the guy's fucking, something like that, rose me up. Yeah, like the, up. the yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I believe, yeah, I believe it was the Amherstburg game. Yeah. What was it? So what was what was training camp like? Like you you coming into Essex. Now, did you get cut before the season started in Bow River? Uh, yeah. It was uh, <clears throat> so basically you go through mini camp and main camp. You get the invite to mini, and then if you're uh, good enough, you make it through to main. And uh, so you want to hear about like the Essex camp or the Bellover ones or what both of them yeah okay so Bellover I was 16 um and I get invited out to camp and I played pretty well um um basically I got invited out to mini camp and I think my rookie year they let me know they I think they invited me out to Maine both times and I ended up just releasing me it was kind of a thing it was the old Bellover barn yep. I go into the uh the coaches room there and uh and, you know, both years, they just said, Scotty, we're just going to go with a bigger team. Um, I don't think. And then the second year was pretty harsh. He said, uh, I don't think you'll ever play in this league because you're too short. <laughs> who, who was that coach? Uh, Mark Segan was the general manager. Uh, I forget who the coaches were. but uh, Hey, Mark, did you see his ring? <laughs> Suck on that. No, yeah. no disrespect. <laughs> Fucking made a choice. But he, he did. Yeah, he did eat it in the end. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, mini camp and uh, you get invited out to Maine or mini, you get through to Maine and then they, they make their cuts. So um, it was 16 year old year, get cut, go back and play um, midget minor. And then 
get cut again when I'm 17, go back and play midget major because midget minor and major for minor hockey, it's like a, it's a double age year. So you get your, your midget minor guys and major all or midget major and some, like the midget minor guys all in one kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 16 and 17 year old yeah. guys all in one yeah. year kind of thing. That's and, how I uh, had it growing up the whole time. Yeah. And then, uh, then I was 17 after I got cut from Bell River. <laughs> I asked, I think I asked Bellover if I can go try out somewhere else and if they'll release my rights or whatever. So I went to Essex. Uh, this was, I think it was mid main camp because I didn't try to go to their mini camp. And uh, I went, I joined Essex's main camp halfway through or something and uh, played really well. And uh, then I took a knee on knee from, from a buddy of mine, actually. And uh, <laughs> who's that? Uh, bring, bring, bring him to the med club. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I should. We'll sort that it was actually a guy my brother played minor hockey. He was a year older than me, Brett Beatty. Uh, he didn't need me, and I fucking still feel it. Like, I swear it's still fucked up my thyroid really? to this day. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, I was out for the next season, for the start of the season for a while. But uh, yeah, so that, that was, I kind of had a, I didn't finish the main camp because my leg, and they just said, <coughs> try it again next year. So then uh, went back to Bolivar Midget Major. Um, we did well there, had a bunch of good guys there. And then the next year, I didn't even bother trying out for, for Bellover when I was 18. I went right to Essex camp and then, uh, cause they didn't have your rights anymore. Right? No, they didn't release me yet. Cause I wasn't oh, off okay. the card yet, but I just mm. didn't even, I didn't even, uh, they sent me the mini camp invite Bellover and I didn't even go. Um, I just went right to Essex's camp and, uh, they signed, uh, like the 95 age group in minor hockey was there's a lot of a lot of talent there in double a and triple a especially but uh, a lot of the triple triple a guys usually go to junior b and the double a guys a lot of us went to see so my essex got like me um dallas Pereira. i grew up playing known my whole life um eric shaw matt rosati and then uh big Daminella was a year younger he signed when he was 17 i believe so uh he was our, our tough guy there and uh um so it was a i think they signed like five of us five new guys that year and then we went mm. to the schmaltz final when i was 18 i actually noticed when you were here playing that you didn't really miss a lot of games when you were playing here because i noticed you were like yeah. 38 games one year 38 games 37 i'm like wow you played almost every game every year yeah i didn't uh i didn't really miss much like the schedule was all fine with me and uh some guys kind of when like when you're older you're an overager some guys are starting uh, you know, some sort of work and or apprenticeship somewhere, co-op, mm-hmm. I don't know, schooling. but uh, some sort of schooling job. Me, I was just uh, going through college and uh, I was able to go to every game and then like injuries and never really got injured until uh, playoffs, a couple injuries you battle through. Mm-hmm. Um, so right out of the pub, right to the arena. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Right uh, Hotsy used to go yeah. right out of Burger King, right yeah. to the arena. It was, yeah, with his me- fucking jalapeno poppers and shit. You'd be eating them while, while, like sitting on the bench next to him while he's eating. <laughs> yeah. like, he's puking them up, eating them again. <laughs> no, he won't. He's just a fucking animal, like right? a fucking tapeworm or something. Yeah, I don't know how he does yeah. it. It's crazy. Like I could imagine doing that. Like even for softball, whatever. I couldn't imagine just crushing some jalapeno poppers and then go run around yeah I've oh, seen that doesn't sound good i've seen him oh. eat stuff and it's like dude like you know we play a game in 10 minutes right like and he's just fuck. sitting there eating like fuck yeah for me like i i literally any any hockey junior hockey game now it's a different story but any junior hockey game like 
if it's a 7 p.m. game, I'm not touching a thing after two. It was like I after two. So if like a lot of time when I was playing, I, I was at St. Clair College and uh inside the college they had like subway i was yeah. big on subway if i couldn't make it home in time mm-hmm. before the games but my pregame meal was always like progies love fucking progies so yeah. i would eat Same like game. i would fucking make 10 10 progies and that's it two o'clock that's when i would eat them and i'd have it fully digested by game time and i wouldn't like i cannot play hockey and fucking burp up food i can't do it yeah like, i can't have i can't notice any food in my fucking stomach or it has to shit he gets nervous before every fucking <laughs> podcast so no that's yeah. just no that's just normal that's just, that's just normal. Yeah. yeah that's the routine maybe yeah. <laughs> that's all that, that is it. yeah it's a fucking routine every time i text him hey you ready to go yeah i'm just on the shitter <laughs> <laughs> gotta do it man you gotta get it out Say, of hey, you need, need 10 minutes yeah okay <laughs> Get so that so evil out of you. You would do pregame naps too? Like uh no, I can't do naps. No, I still don't do naps. If I nap, I'm just going to bed. Are you nervous? Are you like for these games? Like um I don't know if it's it's nothing to do with like nerves. No, I well I do like for these games that you get nervous for the big ones, yeah. Like game sevens are always obviously the biggest right biggest nerve games, but uh um yeah napping wasn't a wasn't a thing i liked because after i nap i'm just drowsy and anxiety builds up or something and i just feel like shit after Takes you a while to get like motivated. the digestive system shuts down for for a bit and it's, i just don't feel good after i fucking nap i don't know what it is but um I, there's been times where i had to nap like on the bus ride up after a long day of school exam or some shit but uh it doesn't never does me any good so even still like just i just don't like to nap like groggy yeah yeah mm-hmm. Hey, so, go ahead. I was gonna say your last few years there, you wore a letter, didn't you? Your last yeah. couple letters there. How did I, all that? So who wore? So you wore an A. So was there two A's or three A's then? And who wore the like C as well? Yeah. So my rookie year, it was uh, uh, Corey Bully who was the captain, right. best player I've ever witnessed play hockey on my team. By far, this guy's incredible at hockey. He was the captain. He led us. Um, and then the assistant captains that year were uh, Dylan Selecki was an overager, Alex Guerin, and I think Chad Hedrick wore an A. I think all, the, all three of those guys were A's, mm-hmm. um, just the overagers and uh, all good guys there. And then my rookie year, I had a pretty good year, and uh, they probably took me on. They probably noticed me that, you know, they probably wanted me to be a lifer there with the team. So, they kind of said, we're gonna, they gave me an A my, my second year, probably because I'm going to be staying there the rest of my career kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's kind of how we were feeling at the time. So right. uh, I've always wanted to play with my brother in Leamington, but uh, never really worked out. So um, wore an A my second year, third year, my last year. Yeah. Sweet. And my second year, the captain was Scott Bromley. That's when we went all Ontario. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other assistant captains were uh, Danny McIntyre and Jordan Ryan, I believe. And then uh, my third year, the captain was uh, Matthew Hebert. He's uh, he was a '94. Um, I wore the A. Dallas Prayer, I think, wore an A. And uh, who else? Matt Rosati. Okay, yeah. And then uh, the like my overage year with uh, it was tough because um, Dallas Prayer went through a bad injury this and that but dallas got it got to see we we're very everybody's very proud of him for getting to see because he was an essex boy all his life and grew up here in uh 
one of my best buddies growing up. So mm-hmm. uh, we were all proud of him for getting to see because just like me, we, we grew up watching the team growing up. So um, Dallas captain, me, Matt Rosati, and I believe Eric Shaw were the A's because we were the overagers. Yeah. And then before, before the deadline, I forget what happened, but I think before the deadline, Dallas took a tough injury and couldn't play the rest of the year. So um, I think it was my OA year. Third, third year OA year, we got Max Vaselli who's another 95 and uh you guys interviewed like i seen you guys had luke sanko on a couple how long ago was that uh, about a month ago yeah and like another tecumseh boy max Vaselli came and played and i i knew max my whole life playing double a hockey against them mm-hmm. and uh and he was wasn't even playing junior hockey at all so then i just kind of said dude what are you doing for hockey these days i messaged him once and uh and he was like not doing fucking anything just just we're focusing on school and I was like come for a skate so he literally came out to a practice mid-season and like lit it up or something and we signed him (laughs) it was like he's another yeah so he's another good guy uh, so so you know you 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 decide that you're not going to go play for Bell River now also there's two things I wanted to ask you one was you said you got your brother got you a tryout in Essex How, how did that come about oh yeah so uh uh when I got cut from Bell River I didn't know what I was going to do. Um, so I asked my brother and he's always kind of like a mentor growing up. So he's like, uh, uh, I was like, what about, he was like, what about Essex? I was like, he was like, you know, he said, Gil Langlois coached me. Maybe I can reach out to him. So Gil Langlois coached my brother, Chris in Sun County growing up. And whether it was like me and my brother, we were always so broke as a family growing up. We didn't fucking have phones till like grade 12, even first year of college, maybe. Mm-hmm. So um, I think my dad reached out to Essex and uh, got the invite mainly because Gil Langlois knew my family kind of thing because he coached Chris mm-hmm. and, uh, or, or Chris reached out to Gil one way or another and uh, got me the tryout there. That's awesome. So, yeah. Okay, now this is my second question is, what was it like when they tell you you know, so you've been cut from Bell River, what, yep. two, two, three times, two, was it? Yeah, two, two, times. two times. So then the, the, the next time you, you, you go out and, and you know, you, you're thinking you're making the squad. Yeah. Um, they bring you in the office and, and how does that all go down? The year that I think I'm making the squad. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I had a pretty good chance my second year, um, but uh, it was just like, kind of heartbreaking for sure yeah, yeah they sit you down and right when you go into the room it's like it's quiet and they're not even smiling so I kind of so knew you know. I kind of knew it was fucking over yeah so uh heart kind of broke a little bit there because especially I had to make a team or my career was done right yeah so um it was a thing where I walk into the room and uh and they just they always say the same bullshit it's like Scotty had a had a good skate but I think we're gonna go bigger this year it's kind of something along those lines right and uh and I just uh you know, the, the you blood, blood started boiling up. Did you definitely, cry? definitely cried a bit. Yeah. Um, I'm getting a little tear jerked right now. Went through, uh, here, sorry. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Thanks. Appreciate it. Went through, uh, a lot of shit growing up as a kid, being, being short and picked mm-hmm. on my whole life, uh, school. Me too. So, uh, luckily I had a really good support group, my family and my, my siblings. So they just said, uh, they got me through it for sure. Awesome. Yeah. So now you go into Essex. Yeah. The camp goes well for you. Yeah. Now, now, now you get offered the card. Now what's that like walking into that dressing room or to that coach's room when, when 
you're like, fuck yeah, I, I know I got this one. Yeah, that was that was an interesting uh, tryout. Like I was fucking nervous. Um, there was the Aberg guys. So Matt Rosati, like the 95s that we signed that year were me, Matt Rosati, uh, Eric Shaw, Dallas Pereira. And then also we took Dan Manola, uh, the big, big, tough guy. Um, and I was the very last one, the very last card that they handed out. And it was between, and Mike Popel too, like a couple of Aberg guys. Uh, there was like fucking five or six 95s and a 96. Like we had a lot of room to fill in, a lot of room to fill in. So, and there was a lot of skill at that tryout with, you know, guys a couple of years younger with me that played AAA or whatever, maybe they thought could develop better. Cause at the time I'm 18, I'm like, fuck, not, not the best chance. They might want to go younger. Um, so I had a really good skate and, uh, and luckily I, it was a thing where you, at the, it's at main camp. So you're dressing in the threes room and, and I've been in the room before, but that threes room is fucking. Was it nice. at the old barn or no new, you, barn, new okay. barn? Yeah. yeah that threes room is nice. Yeah. So it stinks like fuck, but yeah. man, yeah. it's nice. Yeah. So yeah, we were sitting in the stalls and uh, I, I, it was either, sometimes you're on rink B, but I think that we were on rink A, pretty sure. Cause I remember I had to go into the coach's office right in the room, but yeah, I got undressed and, uh, and uh, I was the last one to get a card. They invited me in there and uh, they offered it to me and my fucking, the, the sigh of relief was just like, holy fuck. Um, this is, this is fucking special. And they knew, they knew my story getting cut from Bell River and anything they'll do anything to get up Bell River a little bit, I'm sure. So, um, but how did, how did they say it to you? Like, yeah, it, it was, uh, it was, we like, it was kind of a thing where they said I had a good skate really like what they seen. Um, we got one card left, which when, when Gil, Gil Langlois said that, uh, kind of made me nervous. <laughs> and I heard after like there was a little bit of a vote kind of thing for me on the staff and a couple guys said, no, couple and but majority said yes but um i think obviously head coach makes a call kind of thing so gil liked what he's seen and he wanted, he wanted probably to todd chance. miller yes. todd miller wanted you gone yeah yeah <laughs> scooty <laughs> so um yeah it's definitely paid out and uh, that's kind of how it worked out so being the last card on the team that year and very special yeah that's awesome yeah that's dude your minutes too you kept your fucking penalty minutes low like yeah low, like, Actually, late, like, like lady bing actually low <laughs> yeah how the yeah, fuck did you manage uh, to do that in junior hockey yeah it's fucking i don't know don't let dickheads get to me i don't know i, I, I don't know guys guys always try and pick on me i'll, I'll just verbally say shit but i'll never <laughs> i took a couple fucking head checks somehow uh a couple refs had it out for me i guess uh maybe hamlin i think called the first one i've ever first head check i've ever got in my whole career was a, a game he said i jumped and not, I got, I had the puck. So how the fuck can I jump? But, and and uh, I hit somebody else. And yeah, he's I, a meatball. So I don't know, some, some things, I think it was hammer. And then I had another call. I think maybe Provo my rookie year. Fucking Provo. Like that. But fucking Provo, yeah. So <laughs> anyway, I think, uh, yeah, I was just able to stay out of the shit. I, I'm not going to take stupid penalties. Like, and sometimes when I seen guys take stupid penalties, it's like, what's going on in your fucking head? Right. Like, how do, what, what entices you to fucking trip, trip a guy blatantly or whack a guy behind the play? Like, but, but in all honesty, Tyler, like you grew up with that in your life. Yeah. You know, people picking on you and people, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? I, I went through the same thing. I, everybody was a bully because they were all bigger, right? Yeah. So 
you just learn to figure it out. You either fight or flight, right? Yeah. So one way or the other, you could chirp as much as you want. It's like, you know, yeah. that that big guy ain't going to catch me. So yeah. see you later. Well, my rookie year, like, I, I was probably the biggest shithead. I don't know if you have the stats there, but I, I think my rookie year, I had the most pins maybe, or no? I don't know. Let's pull it up while you guys are. Because, uh... like, my rookie year, like, I. So you played like. Uh... I was a fucking shithead. I was a shithead. Shirky? I don't. I haven't watched much of him, and a oh, lot of no. people are saying that like oh, he, he's kind of like the next. Dude, he's, team, a, but... he's a beauty. Yeah, he's a beauty. He's gonna. I hope he does well. He's got good hands, but but like in, in all honesty, bro, he plays like he's fucking six feet two. Yeah, two hundred seven pounds. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just a wrecking ball. Yeah. And when he gets pissed off, I see some very good hockey smarts with that kid. He doesn't go and do the stupid thing. Yeah, like uh, Kadri, you know what I mean. Cousin but stupid, he yeah. knows he knows the number, knows the yeah. and 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 it's coming, and he ends up going and getting that guy back, and it's just like that was for that. Yeah, and you know it was. Oh, yeah, yeah right? you take a number and you get him back right. later, and uh, right, and that's what you know what I mean. I I said I've been saying on this show since I seen that guy go to mini camp, yeah. then to main camp, and then all of a sudden he's on the team, and I said that kid they are grooming to be the captain of this team. That's good. Is he his home, hometown boy? He's a hometown boy. Oh, that's yeah, that's great. That's yeah. great. He grew up. They, uh, his mom and dad grew. Uh, they lived right across the street there. Oh yeah. And yeah, then yeah. Uh, they moved out to I think it was Ruthven. But yeah, I I pumped that kid's tires all the time because nice. he was so great when he and he's seventeen years old, right? Yeah. yeah. So he's got some years there yeah, to still go uh, sure. with with, with uh, Essex. So. Better make him happy and keep him around. Yeah. But when I watched him in minicamp, he was the one that stood out the most. Yeah. And you know that's a bunch of scrubs that are just going out and trying out. You know to yeah. To, yeah. And, how many guys end up coming out of mini camp? You know what I mean? One, yeah. two, maybe. Yeah. yeah, not the most. Right. It's a big, mm-hmm. They make a there's a big drop off. Right. Because that's usually your youngest players, right? Yeah. Going into mini camp. So well, there's yeah, yeah. It's just the guys that are looking for a team to play for. And right. they, as long as you just mm-hmm. kind of apply, you, you usually the way main camp goes is there's a there's like a in a uh thing on a, on the team's website or whatever, you can fill it out. And if they they somewhat like a little bit about you they'll yep. send you the invite out to mini camp a lot of the time mini camps are a bit of a money grab but oh you uh, gotta pay to go to the mini camp i think it's about 80 bucks or something like that oh, most, most of them and you get what just just for not, the ice time you get your jersey how many how many uh guaranteed i think camps? i think you're guaranteed uh fuck i honestly don't remember i think you're guaranteed two or three skates Fuck, I, I do that cheaper on Friday nights for 10 bucks. <laughs> like, just saying. And, hey, the maximum amount you had in a, in a year was 32. It was the biggest year you had in PIMS. In PIMS? Which year was that? That was uh, 14, 15. Oh, so my second second year. So, yeah, second year. Yeah. yeah. Was that regular season? Maybe. Like, yeah. So, I don't know. For some reason, my rookie year, I was I was like, it was one of the pictures I fucking sent to you of me and those two two big guys on Dorchester. Two goons. Two fucking big guys staring down on me. Dude, and I'll send you the picture. It's fucking awesome. And, and like I I remember like my rookie year, these guys are the the overagers are three years older than me, and I'm fucking tiny. Like I was smaller than I am now, less <laughs> way less strong than I am now, and just so happy that Essex took the chance on me because honestly, like. I was fucking small at the time. If you look at video, my rookie year, and uh, his top of his head comes to the guy's shoulders, and there's two of them standing, like just looking, yeah, down, looking down on him, like. 
and uh, like we go to Dorchester, or I think it was, well, yeah, we had Dorchester, Wingham, then Lakefield my rookie year. So series one for all, for all Ontario against Dorchester. Um, I look across and it's my first experience in like an all Ontario team. You don't know anything about the other team. Like, so you do your research on point streak, you look up these guys and point streaks all bullshit. They like, they had me listed at fucking five, five, I'm five, four, like, uh, you know, some guys are listed at five ten, but they're five, eight. It's all bullshit. But you know, I, I, at the time I, you take it with a grain of salt. So I looked up their whole roster and they're all X, you know, Dorchester's all X junior B guys at the time. And they're all six, one, six, four. I'm like, Holy fuck. There's some big guys, a couple of small guys, but then in warmups of mine, I'm up. I'm like, Holy fuck. These guys actually have full grown beards. <laughs> like, they're playoff beards. It's fucking round one. They're playoff they beards. They're just big. that day. So, and then for some reason, like I was able to draw a lot of penalties that series just because they they fucking hate small a lot of guys oh, you're a water guys. bug you know exactly. they get pissed because they can't fucking hit you right yeah so 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 like i i don't know there's a couple shifts where i was out front of dorchester's bench and they have a sick i don't know if you've ever been to dorchester's arena sickest barn no just the uh my softball park there just my it's my favorite junior barn in the area it's uh full bowl with like sick ohl glass and flexes the, the one the one gamer there the like one of the minor hockey teams had like behind our bench almost fucking pushed our glass they oh, had really? even behind our awesome. bench and shit but anyways there's a, a, a lot fucking... less injuries though with that kind of with those kind of oh, boards yeah, right flexes, like that yeah. flex and everything 100 percent. it's not like running into a wall or somebody running you into For a sure, wall like a there's a, a give yeah. yeah nice ring so i was out front the face off was out front of dorchester's arena or dorchester's bench and uh I don't know what got into me the whole series. I was just running my mouth and I fucking looked at the coach and these guys are all chirping me and I'm like, I'm like up to their chests and I'm fucking, I'm, I turn around and I'm, I'm a, uh, I think I was taking a draw and I, I was right wing, but I fucking went to the left wing side just to sit up front of their bench. Yeah. And my, my other winger on my line understood I wanted to go to their bench for some reason. So he, he lined up. up on the right side. I was on the left side and I turned back to their coach. I'm like, why is this guy out here? He's a fucking look at his. He has he had like two different color laces on. I'm like chirping his fucking <laughs> chirping him, and like I'm still looking back at the bench and the puck dropped already, and I'm like ch- chirping the whole bench, like getting right in their head, just playing a little bit of a dickhead role the whole no, series. Right? It's got to happen. And uh, I had I don't know. It was just uh, shit like that. My rookie year after that, I didn't didn't really get into the shit much because of I think I had way more value to the team after my rookie year. You know, my rookie year, we had fucking polio, sick first line. I didn't mm-hmm. produce a crazy amount, but I uh, played a little bit of a role, draw penalties and shit. So that's yeah. awesome. Now, like, like Jamie McDermott, right? Yeah. Like he was a, he was a mouthpiece, like where everybody always said, fuck, I gotta go fight this guy now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because yeah. Because Jamie's run his mouth so much and now yeah. they got a hold of him and they're shaking yeah. him around. Next thing you know, freaking, you know, Joe McLeod or that was Sean my, McCabe's got to go in there. And that was my damn Manila. Dan Vanilla, right? Yeah. Every team has got to have one. Oh, you guys got to get Dan on here. I'll, 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 we'll bring him on. Dan, awesome. Daniel's the funniest guy ever. He's uh, awesome. Yeah, I'll, I'll fucking message him. We'll but, get him yeah. on here and then we'll get you two on here telling stories. He was my bodyguard, man. That's uh, awesome. A couple, you want to hear a funny story about him? I, okay. Absolutely. He, uh, we were playing Exeter, the one series, and they they weren't the greatest. I think we beat them in five. Um, and uh, it was my second year, the year we won Schmaltz, we played Exeter and we were in Exeter the one game and uh, they had a guy 
16 year old i think he might have got drafted um you ever okay you might you might have seen this video there's a there's a you know those gifs those videos yeah. Yeah. little short quick videos there's a video a gif out there of a kid in an exeter jersey the goalie goes behind the net to play the puck and he gets fucking smoked you ever see that i, I think i think i have i think I've that was seen this that kid too. okay that was this exeter kid complete fucking meathead and very skilled player, but like when when you chirp him and get in his head, he just he's gonna take penalties. Yeah, just wires snaps. get crossed. Wire wires actually cross on. He's only sixteen. It was hilarious. So him and I were the two shortest guys on the ice, and we always went fucking like you went for each other's heads the whole series. And there was a draw in front of our bench, and uh, or no, it wasn't a draw. He was skating to his bench, but to get to his bench, he had to go past ours. Yep. Oh. And my teammate Phil Jenikowski at the time. Uh, said like nice bird cage bud because they because they were fucking cages and he's like keep your fucking mouth shut and then he looked and he thought I said it and I I actually had a cage on at the time because I Matthew he were fucking trying to get a puck deep at the red line and we were all bowing for a puck at the red and trying to get a deep and he fucking like got slew footed and stuck me in the eye so I, had, oh, I got this scar here and uh, and I was bleeding and they stitched me up and I had, I had to put on a bird cage for the rest of that series but uh Jano chirped him about his birdcage and he thought it was me. So he skated to my bench before they puck, they dropped the puck in our zone and he fucking grabbed me and started tugging on my cage and I'm just sitting there laughing my ass off. And we, like I start fucking swinging at him from my bench and Jano's probably swinging at him too. I can't see because he actually had a good grab on my cage. Next thing you know, I feel like a sign of relief, like he let go and I get back up, I turn around. Big Dan came from the fucking D, D, the, the defense side reached over the fucking like reached over me and the boards took this fucking kid's helmet ripped it right off and then we all had had a grab on this kid started fucking beating the shit out of him right, right at our bench and he had no bucky and then all i hear is bang 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 damn and i was smashing this kid's fucking bucket right in half he smashed they had a concrete floor between us and the penalty box and he smashed it off the floor shattered into a million pieces it was well that's, a, that's like a darcy tucker thing where you go after somebody at the bench like what the fuck yeah man? yeah talk about get your wires crossed like what, what do you think is gonna happen yeah right everybody's gonna go oh no yeah that's snap show when you're jumping into the bench I thought they. I thought they were like, actually going to pull him in the bench. We, like. we probably could have. If Dano tried, he could have. Like me, no. But uh, I mean, I had the leverage. I could have got my leverage in yep. there and lifted him up. But uh, I, you know, at the at the same time, I didn't want to take a penalty. Or that's what an animal. Me. But Dano is a fucking beast. Get him on here. <laughs> I will for sure. Got to hook us up with him. Yeah. So, uh, so like, walk us through. Uh, you you have a huge year uh, when you end up winning uh, Schmaltz Cup. Yeah. So, so like, how, how does that, you, you finish where first, where where you guys finish in the, in the season? Regular season, we finished, uh, yeah, we finished first. It was a close, I think it was a close battle. Um, and which year is this with you? My, uh, my second year. Second year. Second okay. year, we won, uh, we won Schmaltz. I honestly can't remember the standings. Uh, we finished first, I think second was Amherstburg and, uh, and yeah, it was, uh, I mean, the regular season, I, I, I think we had a really good year and we kind of beat the shit out of most teams, but Amherstburg did give us some trouble. They had some tough guys. Uh, Steven Spada was a tough guy. He kicked the shit out of fucking million people. Um, but they had a lot of skill too. And, uh, my third year, we went to game seven with them, but yeah, second year, uh, we went all Ontario. We had a good regular season, really good regular season. We, I think we swept in round one playoffs. I think we swept, uh, Dresden, that we swept more town. 
And then we beat Amherstburg in six. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then we played, uh, yeah, so it's three series. Like Schmaltz is a tough thing to win because you play three more series after. So, right. And it's against guys that you don't know. Because um, it's like the Great I, Lakes and then it's the Schmaltz Cup, right? Yeah. yeah. So you play six series to win a Schmaltz. Uh, so we, we did, yeah, Dresden, Moortown, Aberg, and then uh, Dorchester, Exeter, and or maybe not Exeter. I forget who it was, but yeah, Dorchester, maybe Exeter, and uh, Dorchester Air. But still, that's a fucking or grind. Exeter though, Air, man. maybe. That's a grind, though. Yeah, and then uh, – yeah, it, it was a grind. Injuries, like you play fucking banged we went up. To, yeah, you're banged up. It's crazy. And we, we went game seven against Port Hope in the final, and uh, that was that was fucking crazy. We <laughs> funny story. We we were up three zero. I don't know if you guys remember that. <laughs> yeah. We were up three zero, and like <clears throat> uh, I think they had home ice cruise control. Yeah, we took game one in Port Hope, and I think it, I don't remember the score. But it was tight, tight game. And I think actually we, we might have won by a couple, but uh, their barn is, well, it's so fucking far away. Mm-hmm. And their barn, I remember they, they sold out seats and they wouldn't let our fans in. <laughs> so my dad drove the whole way and they tried to shut them down at the door. Ugh. And like a bunch of our you know, family members of the team drove up. And I think we had to sneak them in the back door or something like that. And uh, what a fucking shithead move. They only fit like fucking 700 people in the, in the crowd, Bunch but we stuffed in like a thousand. Um, and it was just a fucking party to be at. That, that arena was awesome. But the we I think we complained. We ended up getting a ton of fans in for game seven because they showed up way earlier. And uh, literally half the crowd was Essex, half the crowd was Port Hope. And they were Essex fans were the most loud I've ever fucking oh, heard. Yeah. It was incredible. And so we go up 3-0 in the series. And uh, game four, um, it's in Port Hope. We're going to go for the sweep. And, like, every game's a one-goal game. These guys are a really good team, too. They're, they're pretty stacked. And uh, uh, I, first shift in Port Hope, uh, for me anyway, I get a puck on my wall, and I try and go back to the D-man. But then their captain, small, really good skater, he just threw his whole body at me and kind of pinched my, my shoulder into the glass. So it was my left arm, I believe uh my my ac joint separated my ac joint in my shoulder and i fucking i was like oh my god but i made the pass and got hit and i'm like what the fuck like it's not sitting right yeah. <laughs> what the fuck's going on here so i like i realized we have puck possession and i just skated right to the bench i'm like what the fuck's going on and uh i'm like yeah i, I can't even lift my arm need the <laughs> fucking mr miyagi yeah whatever the fuck what's that you haven't seen the karate kid Oh no, I, I actually haven't. My co- I have a coworker that bitches at me. Rob, he, he he may be too young. No, I, <laughs> you're I never too young for the karate I, I, kid. I'm honestly just bad with names. Maybe I fucking watched it, but Banzai Dayosan. <laughs> this is how you fix everything. Yeah. Hot hands. Oh yeah. Yep. And, and all your your, your you should have been our your, fucking your, trainer. Oh, I, I should be a lot of things. <laughs> never get the opportunity. So yeah, an AC joint fucking separated there. And uh, so I met, I pretty much had one shift in game four. We lose game four uh, by a few goals. Uh, we go back to Essex for game five. I miss game, no, we, it was two and two, I think at that point. So game four and five, I think we're in poor hope. And uh, we lost both. I didn't barely played either of them. And then we come back to Essex for game six. 
and I tried to play game six. And I, the only way I could really shoot was if I like tucked my, like my left elbow. There's video of like the warmups and I'm, I'm like trying to see if I can even play. And we had a couple of practices with it. And I, I had to tell coaches if I, if, if I can play or not. And I, they still put me in. I was like, I, pre- I can barely do anything, but I had to tuck my el- left elbow into my fucking hip and like do a hip, like a hip thrust wow. just to, sh- just to get a puck off. And, uh, I still played through it. We lost game six and then, uh, one game seven and I played game seven. That was, uh, game was seven. Was your shoulder better game seven? No, I had it all taped up I, and it was, it's still fucked to this day, to be honest. Really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's still really bad. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. Eh? Like hips, knees, shoulders. Once you fuck mm-hmm. them up, they're fucked. Yeah. Like whenever they're, I do shoulder workouts, yeah. I can feel there's a point yeah. where it like just kind of dislocates or cracks. <laughs> and I just can't, I can't do shoulder workouts that well. I, I tore my rotator cuff bench press in that thing right there. Oh yeah. That's and, concoction. And that it, like I could not, like I went and laid down in the bathtub because it hurts so fucking bad. I thought, you know, I'll get some heat to it. And like, I, I couldn't believe the pain I was in. Like it, it was just fucking excruciating. And still to this day, yeah. like I, I'll go do things to like say, sorry, it was this one, but like go throw a baseball. And it's like, oh, I can't, yeah. do, I can't uh-uh. do that anymore. Yeah, that's the worst. Fuck shoulder. But I can golf. I can golf. Yeah. Not yeah. very Scratch. well. I still golf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we ended up fucking we ended up winning in game seven, one nothing, stealing one from them and at home. And you won it at home? We won no, we won it in there their, at on their the road. Stealing it on the road. Far. One and nothing on the road. That was fucked. That was tough. They're a tough team to play in Port Hope. Tough barn, long road. That's trip. a beautiful place too. It is so Florida. nice. Oh, beautiful, yeah. beautiful. Great mm-hmm. wine country out there. Yeah, I've taken a road ride down the, the lake. You yeah. know, just and here's part home. Here's yeah. part Dover. Here's yeah. part, you know, like just yeah. fucking amazing uh-huh. places, man. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, that's great. It's funny. We thought we were gonna go for the sweep, uh, game four in Port Hope. So we fucking loaded the bus up with booze, <laughs> booze, cigars, everything. We we were so fucking cocky. You're like, we got this in the. Well, bed. you're up three nothing. Why wouldn't you be? Oh fuck! And then it goes like game four. Uh, uh, I mean, we brought so much shit. I think, I think it was three, I think four and five were both in poor hope, but either way, every, every time we went up there, we loaded up the bus and then game six at home, we fucking loaded our trucks up with booze and for the room. I think some guys snuck in cases because you don't want to sneak in shit in front of the coaches. Cause you're just, you know, so some guys <laughs> snuck in like cases of beer, put in, put in the stall for after we still fucking lost. <laughs> and then game seven, we fucking knew we were bringing everything and, that was quite a fucking great what a great bus ride home holy oh, fuck yeah. sitting there i can't even like there's a picture i sent you with i'm lifting the, the, the trophy yeah after we fucking won in the room like i could barely even lift the schmaltz over my head but uh i i was able to like get my shoulders up this high i'll send you the picture and i took i took all the tape off the fucking i had a shoulder brace and everything i thought it was such a relief to get that fucking thing off but uh but yeah, hey you know we, and, we and that's the thing right hard, like hard you're going for something special that you're always going to remember in your life. And you'll, it, it, as a hockey player, you fucking do anything and oh, everything yeah. you can possible yeah. to make that game. Actually. Yeah, exactly. You block you the know. shot with your face. Yes. Fucking yes. Yeah. Like game seven. Yeah. I will block that shot with my face. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. That's so fucking crazy. Yeah. We got man. fucking lit up on the, on the ride home. And I, I don't remember what time we got home. It was very late, like after midnight for sure. And, uh, and 
we show up to the fucking rink because the bus drops us off the rink. We unload our bags and whatnot, but we want Schmaltz the seasons is over. There's fucking like tons of fans there waiting for us. It was, it was incredible. And well, they're all fucking partying in the parking lot, right? Probably watching our game because sure. there was a live stream, Pat Schill live streamed it. And the uh, funny thing about the live stream, we he had the live stream going and I had family watching at home. Everybody did. Tons of people were tuned in apparently. And uh, it was weird at the end. Uh, we were up one nothing with like four seconds left mm-hmm. and poor hope has a puck in the neutral zone and they go offside. But uh, what happened again? I forget what happened, but something happened where they went offside, but the, I, I don't know, like the ref blew the whistle and the clock kept running, but they had to reset the clock back to four seconds or two seconds or something, but the ref just said, fuck it, it's over. <laughs> so, but we, we thought they kept the, the time running and we thought it was done. So we all jump off the bench and throw our mitts in the air, yeah. but the refs are all huddling at center ice. Like, no, we got to drop the puck again. Because the fuck, it was for offside for the two seconds that in the neutral zone, puck drop, puck drop. And then, so we all throw our gloves in the fucking air. There's a video on YouTube of it. And then we were all like partying, but apparently like the refs were talking and then they, poor Hope's like, what the fuck are we doing? This, we still got to play. <laughs> and the refs blew it. It's fucking game over. And we fucking, we, we all, we, all, enough of this we day. all realize it. We're fucking like, oh my God, it's actually over finally. <laughs> um, so that's yeah, so cool. Then, then we go on a two week bender. I was that it was what a fucking bender that was <laughs> every day like you know i'm not even i don't even have a job yet because i i'm not this is like off season now and done yeah. school for the summer and it was incredible literally two weeks of just absolute because when when do you finish like may june like it was uh may may, fir- may first we won may first yeah, may first right. 2015 wow that's mm. so fucking cool yeah <laughs> that was the craziest summer of my life fucking just mm getting absolutely obliterated every single day for two weeks. <laughs> That's yeah, we had the parade. We had the fucking parade in Essex. And uh, we partied at Dallas Pereira's house, I think, uh, the night before the parade. We all got back together. And uh, that parade, we were all fucking so hungover, puking off the side of the parade. And, like, <laughs> guys were puking, like, on the floor. And Tim Horton's cup's full of whiskey. It's, like, incredible. <laughs> Putting the worst thing into your body. That's yeah. the way it should be, though. Yeah, yeah. Hey, oh, so, yeah. so what about now? Like, what are you doing after hockey? So, what do you do now? Yeah, so uh, for uh, for hockey wise, I'm playing every Monday night beer league. Um, okay. in Essex, beer town? So, okay. Yeah, right here in, in with Essex, Jordan with Lou. Yeah, Team Blue, baby. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got to get pumps on on Team Blue. So oh, he's coming back. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> pumps and wide O'Neill next year. Oh um, my God. <laughs> What so, a fucking wagon that'll be. Yeah, yeah. We actually, unfortunately, we got eliminated yesterday. What's today? Oh, did you? On Monday, yeah. You know what that is? You, you, it, what's, it's not your guy's fault. It's it's coaching. It is, yeah. Right? We you just got out-coached. Yeah. You got yeah. out-coached. Got out-coached by Casper the Ghost. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Um, so, yeah, Team Blue, fucking every Monday. And I, I play in a couple beer leagues here and there, tournaments, uh, just for hockey-wise. But uh, work, um, I did uh, civil engineering at the college. And then lucky enough, actually kind of through hockey, I got, I got a job at Amico, uh, Amico Infrastructures. So uh, working there for the past, something like five years in now. So So now you, uh, so while you're playing junior C, uh, you get called up for uh, a Flyers game. Yeah. Yeah. How, 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 how did that work out? Yeah. So obviously it's like, 
again, like just like Belliver getting cut from them, um, Junior B is a different level. I get that. Um, I thought I had a good chance a couple of years to make Leamington, but it's just a it's a tough league to crack. Mm. Um, but is they, your brother playing there at the time? Yeah. So my brother okay. signed in Leamington when he was 16. Uh, he'll tell a story about how he signed, I'm sure, if, if he comes on the podcast. But uh, uh, essentially... We'll do it uh, after he's done the wagon thing. Yeah. And we'll get him on and have a couple of beers. Yeah, the fucking yeah, sobriety <laughs> bullshit. But... Uh, um, Louis likes a quitter. That's what I said to him on Sunday. So, <laughs> so like, I'll buy you one with alcohol. Yeah. Right? And he's like, no, man, I'm on the way. I'm on the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like he, got, he signed there when he was 16, and I signed in Essex when I was 18. So, my rookie year, Chris would have been already two years in, I, I believe. Yeah. 16. So, yeah. He, yeah. So, I think he would have been two or three years in by the time I signed. And uh, it was always my dream to play with him. And uh, Tony Peroski loved our family. And, and uh, actually, he it, when my brother signed, he had, a, he had a couple opportunities to play junior B and uh, uh, a couple options anyway. And, and Tony Peroski actually drove to our house in Bell River to offer, give my brother a card. And that was crazy. Like this junior, Chris just cracked a junior B lineup. Chris didn't even get drafted. Yeah, he got kind of got fucked. He, he deserved everything, but uh, um, Tony Perasi came and offered him a card and whatnot. Signed him when he was 16. So it was Chris being my biggest mentor. I look up to him like crazy. So mm-hmm. I've always wanted to play with him. So I get uh, I was 18 when I signed in Essex, and I think my, I don't remember which years I got called up. I think all like almost all my years except for my away year, I might have had a couple games in. But uh, I get called up to Essex and. Uh, or up to Leamington. And obviously I know the whole, I, I go, I go to watch my brother when he signed when he was 16 and I, you know, I'm 15 and he's 16. I'm going, I've watched him for three years play there already. So I know the whole staff, whole organization. I know the rink, like I go back down to the room. Yeah. They invite me down all the time. So I finally get the chance to bring my fucking hockey bag to the rink and I drop my bag off and I know where to put it. I, I know all that shit and it's pretty funny. And, and then it's fine. It's fine. It's nice that I finally get to see like my brother's pregame rituals, Mitch Amante's pregame rituals, my best friend, and, uh, other buddies, Jake McGee. I grew up with all those guys, knowing them. And, uh, and then I get pulled into the coach's office my first time ever getting called up. And, uh, and Tony Peroski's like, <laughs> he just cracked a joke. I forget what he said, but just lighten the mood, you know what I mean? Yeah. It just like made me feel so welcome. And the whole staff knew me because I would always go to like, you know, my whole family after Chris would play when, when, when he signed me was 16, 17, all the games, they go to Jose's yep. and I meet them. I, I have, you know, just eat. They always, we always talk to each other and they're always so nice to my Sit family. at the table with the team. Yeah. They're yeah. They always walk up with beauties. open arms. Yeah. The best, best fucking organization yeah. in junior B by a mile. Mm-hmm. And uh, still is. Yeah. Still is one of the best. Exactly. And, and they, I walk into the coach's office and, Tony and Hop and all the boys at their app, and uh, they crack a few jokes and welcome me aboard just for the night. And uh, and then uh, I don't know if it was the first game that I played. I don't. I don't think it was the first game that I played. But you know, I, I got I got called up a few times, mm-hmm. and I it always did well. I always loved because I I always loved playing in the Heinz. I think I had a couple Huge of games. Huge arena. My favorite. And you can wheel on that one. Favorite. I, I played so well there. I loved it a couple games I did really well there. So the one, the most special time getting called up to Leamington for me was uh, the one night 
I think my brother and Mitch were the overagers and, uh, or my brother, not Mitch, Mitch is my age, Amante. Uh, but my brother's a 94. He's, he's an overager at this point, maybe. And, uh, and I get called up and my brother and Mitch are like the best duo in the County by a mile. They're just fucking disgusting. Uh, my brother won go J player of the year and go J defensive forward of the year, wow. a couple of awards. Like he's nuts. And Mitch is disgusting too. Best player mm-hmm. in the league. So I like, I know them so well. So Tony invites me into the room. Like this is like my fourth time getting called up to them. And I drop my bag at my stall. I, I have like my own stall and they, I see where my jersey's at, whatever. I go into the room and he's like, he calls me Scotty. He's like, Scotty, I'm putting you with your brother and Mitch tonight. They're the best, they're the best line in the league. And it's mm-hmm. like, I'm a call up. Why are you putting me to them? Like, and I, I know I can fit in with them because yeah. I know how they play. I know exactly how they play. He's like, I'm putting you with them because I know you got some chemistry for some, I'm sure you got some chemistry, but uh, they don't actually need a third player to play with them. <laughs> so just go there, play defensive and keep it simple. Get fucking pucks out. This and that. You just gave me yeah. a little spiel. And then next thing you know, and it's so special to me to like, there's some pictures off to show you of me, Chris and Mitch lined up for face-offs or like, just like the more like pictures I'm going to print and yeah. frame up with me and Chris mm-hmm. playing. And uh and uh, I actually like the one game. Obviously, I was important in Essex. The one game was a big game against London, and I'm on the line with my brother and, and Mitch. And I think for some reason it was the end of the game. Uh, I get thrown out with like where it's a one goal game. I get thrown out with like 30 seconds left. D zone draw. I'm like, why the fuck am I going out here, Tony? <laughs> like, what the hell's going on? He throws me out there. My brother loses the draw clean. The, right to their point, my guy. I fly out to the fucking point to block a shot, and I don't know what was in me, but I fucking did the the double knee the double knee down block, the worst block you oh. can do. I just went like full body knee that both knees down, not one not like not one D, a little bit of a yeah, rotation. Yeah, yeah. No, I go double knee down, Clock block out. it right on the top of my left knee, no padding. Just the Cla- little hardest clapper ever. I was out for like. A month and a half from, from, from Essex. <laughs> worst that was probably the one Charlie season I had like 36 it. games played. I missed probably yeah. four games or five games or something. Uh, that season. You a Charlie horse. Char- worst fucking knee injury and it still fucking affects me. It still cracks yeah. and shit. But uh, yeah. yeah. And then uh, I ended up like, I had a really good game. I had a goal all by myself unassisted. I went like end to end somehow. Like I played so good when I played with my brother and Mitch and uh they created room for you too it was just it was just like oh it it wasn't even like that they created room it was just like i'm i'm out there my cock is huge i fucking feel like i'm on the best line in junior b i have the most amount of room to probably are and and uh yeah it is right by far and i just the confidence that you get playing with those guys like like i can see when mitch has the puck and my brother has a puck like holy fuck that's like my childhood hero it's like this is like so, really special to me to get called up. So that was uh, that's so cool that he, that he was hooked insane. you up like that. Yeah, Chris you know and Chris. Mean? Yeah, they all knew like Chris is the guy on that team, mm-hmm. and let's make Chris happy by calling up his little brother from Essex. So it was it was special to Chris and me for sure. Yeah, what a pleasure. Yeah, that was incredible. Mm-hmm. Probably my favorite time in junior hockey, uh, uh, aside from you know playing and signing in Essex, the Schmaltz, and mm-hmm. one of my favorite things. Now. Let's talk Adam, about the I was cruise. Say, I'm tap, so go ahead. Yeah, let's talk oh, about the cruise. <laughs> uh, the cruise. So I remember Lou telling us, 
that the cruise wasn't the cruise because they they something happened they went into florida and then everybody ended up getting scattered all over the place like so we've never gotten an actual cruise story really like on the ship on the ship boys are drinking yeah i got i got like three good ones i can tell you okay um one i don't know if i should but i'll keep that one for last and see how i feel but uh (laughs) (sighs) we'll see how you feel after that so there's a there's many different things that go on on the cruise you wouldn't fucking believe it like i believe it okay have you been on one i've been on a cruise uh, but not royal? a 73s cruise. Oh, was it royal caribbean it was uh carnival okay so there's bars so I'm sure... there's discos there's exactly piano bars there's gambling you ever casinos, hear of, everything uh, you ever hear of well there's karaoke there's quest you ever hear of quest i have not so quest is a uh thing we always did shout out to scott bromley you got to get him on the show because uh he was a legend at quest. He, he pretty much, he was a captain of our team there. We won Schmaltz and he was like one of the most kind of outgoing guys. Okay. Uh, just his personality was the funniest shit ever. You'd, you'd love him. Um, so he kind of captained our team for quest. So basically what they do is like, there's a, there's a, a guest or a speaker from the cruise line that, yep. and there's a big stage with big, a big, like a uh, big stands, group of stands, auditorium kind of thing. And like uh, the casino. Like the auditorium and the casino. Oh, yeah, actually true. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly like that. But kind of more low and round, yep. so everybody's kind of involved. Yep. And uh, and basically, you you separate, you build teams, and you you all scatter around the, the stage. And the, the talker come, the talker says, like, team one, two, three, four, five, six. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, there's different games. So you need to earn your team points in order to win and get the, the reward at the end. So... Um, there's things like uh, things that would happen, like get uh, get the uh, the captain from each team must come on stage. So the captain walks up from each team, and uh, the the captain with the most uh, bras like like put on from you know put on wins, and and they set a timer. And I know you got to go out in the crowd. Fucking bras are in the stands, <laughs> ripping their bras off, hucking them in. <laughs> and shit like that and then like you put the bra like the bras are all getting hooked on it yeah. and like the timer's going so everyone's yelling just like it's the most fun fucking event you That's can do awesome. on, like and everybody's fucking wasted <laughs> and like tripping over each other fucking face plants and trying to grab just tits are out throwing bras so like um like it was it, it was like this one i don't know if it was like scott but it would be like we would not a lot of the time we would just nominate one of the guys from our team to go up and right and uh there would be things like that that they would do. But uh, the one that, that I want to tell you guys about was uh, it was uh, we invited a, a couple from the stands. There was a, a black couple in the stands and they were the nicest people ever. Mm-hmm. And we invited them to join our team because they were sitting right there and they were just very friendly and whatnot. So the one dude had to be 6'9", 350. <laughs> and he was on our team because we knew – we knew one of the uh, one of the biggest points would have been because uh, we have experience doing quests. We do it every fucking cruise. Okay. It was get two members from each team, uh, the the complete polar opposites. <laughs> it's you and him. So me and him go up. 
I'm fucking five four one forty, and he's and I'm white, and he's six nine two four four hundred pounds. He's black. The funny and there's video of it because they fucking played the video of it at the end of the year party in front of all the all the team at the fucking league in here. That's anyway, so I was so funny. embarrassed. But uh, so we go up and we're walking side by side and, and like nobody else competes. So we get the automatic point and we haven't even done like we, we have to dance and shit and do things together yep. right? and interact. So me and this big black guy are just interacting and he's the, he's the nicest guy ever. Yeah, to, for him to go along with it, like he had to piggyback me around and shit, and like to piggyback <laughs> exactly. So right when we all walked, you'd be like a backpack on those. So it was all quiet, and the crowd was laughing when him and I walked up, and then other teams walked up and whatnot, and uh, and the guy that's the guy that's on the mic, he just like he like tells everybody shush down, and he just starts laughing. <laughs> he just starts well, when you laughing. see him walk up, you're like, yeah. Huh. So anyway, he started laughing and, uh, uh, you know, it was just things like that that, that happened on the cruise. Uh, that was one story. We had to like, we had to like dance and like hold each other by the hips. And I'm like looking at his belly button. <laughs> it was shit like that. And, and then he had to piggyback me around. And uh, that was one funny story. Quest is a great time on the cruise. Um, another one, my, my rookie year. Um, Colin DeLate, guy's a fucking legend. He, uh, <laughs> guy is a fucking beauty. Uh, we were at, there's a pizza bar and it go, I think it's 24 seven. Um, and we were, it's on like a, one of the lower floors. You had to go down to get to it, kind of hidden. And we were all sitting at the pizza bar at like three in the morning, crushing food. And uh, nobody, all everybody's sleeping. It's just us. And we just, we got our, our beers and we're just eating pizza. And uh, it's like four of us sitting down at a round table. And uh, one of the cruise line workers is working the pizza pizza bar, just cooking pizzas and feeding us. We're just we're just crushing, just crushing pizza. pizza. Yeah. All of a sudden, we hear some commotion down the hallway. Guys stumbling down the stairs, and uh, <laughs> we look over, and I think it was uh, maybe Corey Bully, a couple of the overagers, and and Colin Delate. Colin Delate was fucking wasted, and he, you know those the crews, it's all glass doors. Yeah. He fucking walks right into the glass door breaks his nose blood all over it was like three oh. in the morning it was hilarious he's like fucking down and out oh yeah that's all sucked, your ears, the, the glass is all vibrating <laughs> vibrate. yeah. it ain't gonna break yeah, no. you're gonna break no um so, great so i have one more question left for him and we all know what it is so the goal scoring song what would your goal scoring song have been if you get rid of that fucking horn Oh, and another one is. Oh God! Let's talk about them bringing back the mm. leather jackets in Essex. Oh, they got to bring those back. right, those and they got to come back. Like you walk through the stands and you see all these guys wearing the these leathers with sick. pride. Mm -hmm. Like it, they're so sick. The sickest, the sickest leathers in fucking junior C hockey mm -hmm. ever. Dude, they're, they're yeah. Black I, with the orange fucking stripes on it. They're, I've they're worn, so dynamite. I've worn my buddies and I, I love the looks yeah. of them. I wish we still had them. Yeah. I mean, I guess you leather, put it on, you feel like a leather went girl. out of style, but uh, when you show up to the rink wearing that, it's fucking mm -hmm. legendary. Like when you see Lou wear his and it's unreal. Yeah. Joe Bodell couldn't wear his because he said he only played 24 games. Oh, yeah. Bitch. <laughs> Uncle Joe. So what would your, what would your goal scoring song be? Uh, Probably be like uh, something from Guns N' Roses, like walk, uh, Welcome to the Jungle or something, or nice. uh, yeah. Yeah, Hell's Bells by ACDC yep. for sure. Beauty. Yeah. Beauty. Those are always songs like 
fire up, up the crowd. Well, we would like minor hockey. We'd get the somebody brought a speaker to the room, and we're yep. just fucking firing up ACDC and mm-hmm. you know, or like Guns uh, N' Roses, Molly Crew. Exactly. Yeah, mainly Guns mm-hmm. N' Roses, ACDC. Yeah, yeah those. Yeah, it'd probably it'd probably be Welcome to the Jungle because Junior sees the Jungle for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, Ty, this has been fucking great, dude. This is uh, it's been a nice. Steady conversation there. We'll be sure to get that out for you. Now that I know it's kind of towards the end of the episode. I know oh, we got to bring up one more thing, bro. We got to bring up one more thing. What? Your dad does sticks. Yes. For oh, all yeah. these pigeons that play fucking yeah, men's all the pigeons, senior, inc- including myself. senior league. Yeah. Yeah, I don't do it. I, I play so, pickup when I want to. Yeah. What does he do? What is it like called? Just kind of run everything by us here. Explain what it is. Yeah. So, um, it's called integral hockey stick, uh, hockey stick repair. So I, uh, kind of started just before COVID, uh, mm. somebody was looking to run the Windsor Essex County. Um, you know, he, he's up from Calgary. Some, he wanted, yeah, there was an ad out there. I think my dad got in touch with him right at the start of COVID mm. and it kind of fell through to start. And then like middle, middle of COVID when things kind of started opening up, my dad reached out again and, uh, my dad bought into the business and uh it's honestly incredible but at first i told my dad like me and my brother me especially like i'm so fucking picky with sticks it's Mm -hmm. like i have to use like a crosby curve it has to be fucking 65 flex and i if i use if i go from a ccm to a warrior i feel like i'm fucking garbage like i just can't do it so that's just me being picky with sticks might sound weird so I told my dad, I was like, like just thinking about it and doing the research and they were, they were, uh, pretty popular. Like they're in the GTA now. Um, they do a bunch of teams. So they, they basically, they, they repair broken sticks. So okay. I told my dad, send one of my broken sticks that I kept from my rookie year out, uh, out to Calgary. And, and he did the guy fixed it, sent it back. And I shit you not, it's like, it didn't fucking change. He put it like, so if it breaks in the shaft, you might lose about, you know, a half inch to an inch because yeah. he's got to cut it and join it back together. Right. Nice, yeah. nice joint. And then he'll put a knot, an extension in the end and the shit that they do, I like it. The kick point feels the same. The flex feels the same. And I'm picky. Like it's, it's going to save the beer leaders a lot of money. That's the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Cause for me, I went from getting like free sticks from the threes, uh, $350 sticks now I'm not fucking buying three hundred fifty dollars sticks. I'll tell you that right now. You're buying. You're, no. yeah. I'm getting hand me downs or fucking using, you know, yard sale sticks. I don't, I'm not buying top of the line sticks anymore. And now the price of sticks is going up to four hundred bucks. Mm. So my dad's getting in touch with teams in the area, leagues in the area, myself and my ex teammates that are all in beer leagues now, and uh, business is going well so far. A lot of good feedback. He does blades, shafts, um, and he repairs them, man. So. Uh, if it's a, you know, if it's a senior stick that breaks in the shaft instead of, and it's not warranted, keep that stick instead of throwing it in the garbage, bring it to my dad, give him like 70 bucks instead of buying a $400 stick again. And this was a free ad. We were giving him a free plug right now. So he better be jumping on board. Just tell him uh, if he ever wants to advertise. I got advertisement over here. There's a free wall a free right there. Just tell him if he ever, if he ever wants to with us, let us know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I appreciate the the plug there, and uh, absolutely, we appreciate you, you coming on. And fucking uh, beer leaguers out there, 
don't go buy fucking new sticks. It's not needed. Don't, now don't does, throw your sticks out. You can buy new sticks. Don't throw your sticks out. Don't now does do does he have Instagram, Facebook for it, all that stuff? Yeah, he's got Facebook uh, and I believe Instagram now. Wasn't that a TikTok thing you sent me? What's it under again? Uh, Integral Hockey Windsor Essex. So the website, the website, I got it here. We can't. We can give him a free plug on this episode. We're not putting it up on the page until he fucking signs on. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That is true. Hey, one free ad. <laughs> one free ad. Let's go. So it's. <laughs> Think about all the pigeons he's going to take care of, all these $400 sticks. Are you fucking kidding hey, me? Hey, you're not only you, doing my dad good, you're doing all the boys in fucking beer Absolutely. This is what I'm trying money. to take care this of. Very, you know? you buy one stick, it lasts you the rest of your life. So do they have to ship that away, or does he fix it in this area? So he's in, uh, he's in like, uh, right near Patillo and Old Tecumseh Road. Oh, so Pius. he's in this area. Yeah, he has a shop there right. he, he put up, uh, right local here. And it takes about, from the time he starts working on it, he's pretty, pretty busy with shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the summer, he does bikes and sticks. He does, but mostly sticks. Um, and uh, he's always been like kind of like a handy handyman. He taught me a ton of shit. Mm-hmm. But the website's integralhockeywindsoressex.com. And uh, you can reach out to my dad. Uh, he's got an inventory of sticks. If you just want to buy one from him for 70 or 100 bucks, he's got sti- he gets $300 sticks from junior teams in the area that they don't want back. So he'll, he'll keep it, fix it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, uh, you can have uh, I'm close to, go to see a him for the start of next year for, for hundred bucks. What's that? <laughs> I'm going to have to go see him for the start of next year. Oh yeah. It's fucked. Yeah. Like, I use CCM rib cores triggers and he fixed them for me and, and they feel the same. So um, I can get rid of my wooden stick now. No, no, those are, no, that's, those are the whack fuckers that, you know, somebody breaks your you, stick and yes. now you bring Soak that, that shit out. in you the shower, break everybody's stick on that shift. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. all right yeah so, man that's cool yeah we're definitely gonna have to check that out but yeah man thank you so much for coming on it's been yeah. great nice little chat with you and dude you're welcome anytime and we'll have some beers golf or something soon right on for sure yeah i appreciate you guys having me well we'll have to uh get you to the mag club so these guys can fucking tear you a new asshole whatever i i'll turn back i don't care <laughs> i know but they will ruin you whatever. they ruined me i'm just like puppet there now all i hear is this <laughs> Okay, right. Put the blinders on. Just like me. And, and no, it's, it's a great time. All of this is just bullshit talk and uh, yeah. a lot of fun. And, and you know what pumps, I mean? You get, yeah, and you get to you get to pour your heart out, and uh, yeah. the boys just take care of you. Yeah. You know, you got problems, we'll, we'll fix them. <laughs> no. So, Tyler, thanks, buddy, for coming on. Thanks it's been me. awesome. Yeah. And we'll make sure you get your brother on here. Yeah. And maybe your pop. Yeah. Talk yeah for sure. Make sure you ter- take that true story out. Yeah, I will. All right, boys. Story of, that's what people are going to be laughing about. What cruise story? That's what all the questions are going to be. Yeah. What cruise story? Yeah, well, guess what? They can figure that out later. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you. Hey, right on. Appreciate it. Awesome. And there he was. Absolute beauty. Kind of newer alumni. He had some pretty good years there with the threes. Absolutely. And his dad being able to fix you beer hockey league sticks, like, holy shit, man, that's going to be so awesome. How much money are you guys going to save? Oh, my God. You pigeons that go out and pay uh, that money to fucking play men's league or hockey. Or the ones that wrap them around the post like a dummy. Yeah, because you're mad. You missed no. the post. If mine break, it's legit shitty, and it's old, <laughs> and I don't like to smash my sticks around, so. Well, and, and they're guaranteed for, I, I can't remember how we, how long he said, but fuck, 
that's yeah, that's, that's amazing great. that you're not going to have to spend three hundred dollars mm-hmm. on a new stick and you can get it fixed mm-hmm. for whatever it is i smell a sponsor opportunity absolutely, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so wasabi hitting those guys up so rob let's do it trades 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 man there was a lot of trades we're just going to kind of highlight like five or six of them that kind of stood out to me rob let's get into it toronto maple leafs acquire cap captain geo i call him and forward Colin Blackwell from the Kraken in exchange for a second round pick in 2022, a second round pick in 2023, and a third round pick in 2024. Rob, I want to know, what do you think of this trade? I, I like the trade. Uh, they didn't have to give up too much, but, you know, you Leaf fans out there, don't think that this is, he's not, he's, he's what, 30? He's like 37. 37 or 38 years old he's not fucking 33 you know what i mean he's not 25 like he's not the be all end all is he going to be a top four on the leafs yes mm-hmm. you know because I, I was looking at uh, some stats there and the way they have it projected is uh he should be a top four there though it'll be riley and labushkin yeah and then it'll be giordano and TJ Brody, Muzzin and Hull, and uh, Sandine and Lilligren, which which is not bad. Uh, which I is like not bad. I, I think they did. And and that what's what's his name that they picked up there? That uh, Colin Blackwell. Colin Blackwell. That fucking dude is a water bug. Yeah, he is. I think I think if they end up putting him on uh, the second line. Cause he may be a third line player, but you could, you could put him on the second line with Nylander and uh, Johnny T and that guy, that guy's your Zach Hyman. He's going in the corner to get the pucks. He's he'll dump it in and go chase it. You know what I mean? He's that guy. And maybe Tavares doesn't have to go in the corner as much. And, and, you know, you can get a little bit more life out of him keep him a little bit healthier. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to see. I think it's a, I think it's a great move for them, but that the only part that like they got, another goaltender but it was a guy i never even heard of they put marazic on waivers i don't know what the hell is going on i'm still nervous for leaf fans about their goaltending situation well what about what about chicago leaking that information there whether it was their general manager but you know it's kyle dubas and uh whoever the gm is in i forget um, his name but yeah i do too but you know him leaking that out about yeah, that's you know, bullshit. The goaltending situation there and, and everything, like basically saying that didn't want Campbell. Campbell wasn't a number one goalie either. Yeah, I was gonna say make some possible not not to mention it's just gonna piss him off. Like make make a guy not feel wanted, like fuck. Well, yeah, and, and he did something else to some other team that uh they were all pissed off at him too. Like that's dirty pool. It is like you're you're gonna get the shit end of a stick, uh trying to deal some of your guys away mm-hmm. if if this is what the general managers are starting to think about you you know that mm-hmm. you're just this yapper that it, it spills his guts about everything yeah i think the big one of the day is florida getting claude Giroux and two minor leaguers went to florida no sorry florida got claude two minor leaguers and a fifth round pick in 2024 from the flyers in exchange for Owen Tippett, a first round pick of the 2024 entry draft. 
or 2025. I think it's all pending on what happens with Florida this year during the playoffs and a third round pick in 2023. So fuck, I think Florida stole that deal. Florida's a wagon now. Yeah. Florida's crazy. And they, but they just lost Aaron Eckblad too. He's on the LTIR. Yeah. Everybody's like, are they doing, are they doing the fucking lightning thing? No, they're not. Trust me. They're a way better team with him in the lineup. So that sucks too for Florida. So another one that jumped out at me, well, obviously it's going to jump out at me because it involves my Red Wings is St. Louis acquired Nick Letty, Luke Witkowski from the Red Wings in exchange for Jake Wallman, Oscar Sunquist, who played last night, had a goal and an assist, by the way, and a second round pick in the 2023 NHL entry draft as well. So that's a pretty fair trade, I think. Yeah. They were looking. I never, I never heard of three quarters of those guys, though. Yeah. St. Louis needed needed him on D, so they needed a guy like that. So they got him. Also, the Rangers got Andrew Cott from the Jets and a six round pick in 2023 in exchange for Morgan Barron, two picks in 2022 or 2023, and a fifth pick in 2023 as well. So Cott is definitely, definitely going to help out the Rangers. Um, Pittsburgh, one of the big ones of the day, Ricard Raquel from the Ducks in exchange for forward Zach Austin Reese, Dominic Simon or Simone or whatever, however you say it, uh, and the rights to goaltender Cal Clang and a second round pick of 2022 as well. So that's a big haul for, for one guy. Yep. But he's going to fucking help out Pittsburgh like like crazy sorry guys i'm just kind of whipping through these because i don't want to bore anybody here um another Wait. one <clears throat> yeah <laughs> uh, so max domi on the move again so he's going now to carolina for you know a couple couple uh this was actually a three-way trade so domi went to carolina and d man and a prospect from Columbus. So they went to Carolina in exchange for uh, another prospect. And then Florida got, uh, it's pretty much just prospects and picks everywhere, but it was a three-way deal. It's all confusing. It's all fucked, but that's between Carolina, Florida, and Columbus. So picks everywhere and Max Domi to Carolina. <laughs> it was pretty well how it went. And the last Domi is fucking working out of a suitcase now, right? Yeah, yeah, like, I wonder crazy. if he's a head case, like that—that yeah. that he's a, an issue. Apparently, he got into it, or he did. Wasn't the best with John Tortorella. Wow, who is Columbus? Yeah, I know, but when when he thinks you're hard to coach, come on. Um. Also, the one of the uh, biggest ones of the day, Mark Andre Fleury from the Blackhawks. They got him for a first round pick. One pick. <laughs> yeah. Well, they were asking a boatload out of Toronto for him because Toronto's got so many prospects. Mm-hmm. But I, I think Fleury didn't want to go to Toronto. I don't think he did either. No. How do you think Which he'll do? I don't understand. How do you think? Like why, why you wouldn't? You'd, you'd be the number one there. That's what you want to be too, isn't it? But he's he's got Talbot to back him up there in Minnesota now. I think he's going to be the backup. Who, Talbot? Fleury. 
Yeah, he'll be the backup. He, yeah. He's not going to come in and take that spot right yeah, off the I bat. I think they're going to. I, I think they'll be like a one A, one fucking B type deal. Those two, you can play either one and get a win. Yeah, yeah. That's neither one are going to hurt. Yeah, but that that's a that's a pretty good backup. Think about and, Vegas right now. Leonard's out. Flurry's gone now. They have like nobody now. Oh, they got to be kicking themselves in the balls for letting Flurry go. <laughs> like, you know. I feel bad for Flowers. He's trying to bounce around. The guy's going to be a fucking Hall of Famer. He's won the cup like three times. He's going to be fuck. Guys bouncing around the league right now. And it's crazy too, right? Because like that guy, they say he's one of the nicest guys like to play hockey with. He may be a shit when it comes to pranks and stuff, but Mm -hmm. you know what I mean. Like, but they say he's just a rock solid dude, and he he'd do anything for you. So I I I wonder why he keeps bouncing around. Mm -hmm so often i mean you think maybe it's because of his high contract like his high salary uh maybe yeah i always laugh because whenever he makes a big save or anything you can just see his teeth and his mask he's always just grinning. oh yeah he's, <laughs> he's always just grinning the whole time on the ice so we'll have to uh so oh, good every luck day saturday and yeah. you go play backup you don't even have to play and go get lit every night and <laughs> play backup make your liver quiver yeah that should be that should be interesting so look forward to the stanley cup playoffs coming up i'm looking forward to that um trust me if we went over every fucking trade here we'd be here for three and a half hours so i just kind of highlighted the ones the big ones which now brings us into our last little segment of the day which is our beaut of the week rob do you know who you're going with or do you want me to go first you can go first i'm going with giovanni smith from the red wings did you see what he did last night did not so he don't care what the red wings do he fought the same guy two times right but what he did you know what caused the first fight he grabbed one of the guys by his chain and broke his chain (laughs) he what the guy had a freaking chain on playing hockey with a chain and he grabbed it and broke it might as well (laughs) so he grabbed it and broke it so they got in a fight there kind of a little bit of a dust up and then like later on in the game near the end of the game they fought where they went at it like toe to toe. So I love that. I love that kid. I love his style. I love his game. So Giovanni Smith is my beauty of the week. Rob, you? Nice. Uh, my beauty of the week is uh, Hayden Hodgson. He's a local boy who got picked up by a uh, Windsor boy that got picked up by the uh, Philadelphia Flyers. Sweet. For uh, 750000 assigned to the American Hockey League. Six foot. Uh, what would they have there? Uh, Oh, he's six foot, six foot two, 207 pounds. Big boy. Yeah. Um, what was he? 29 points in, uh, with the Phantoms last year or this year. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, good for him. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, to, hopefully uh, we see him show. up. Yeah. Hope, hopefully we see him up soon here. Yeah. Obviously the awesome. Flyers aren't going to make the playoffs. They just lost their 13th straight road game last night to the Red Wings. So terrible yeah so what a better time than to let the kids play there in philly now's the time right let them play while their fucking team shitty i always said that with teams when your team's shitty let all the young guys play yeah now now's the time give them the experience so all right you got anything else you'd like to add or are you good no i'm good (laughs) on that note and rob we're signing off we're out of here see ya peace I've lost my fight.